Fatality Fitness Podcast, covering everything from fitness, health, and nutrition with your host, Matthew Smiley, covering top topics and answering all your fitness Q&As with featured guests. Hello and welcome to the Fatality Fitness Podcast. And on this episode, I'm speaking with Sylvester Sweeney, who is the owner of Titan Gym in Glasgow. So if anybody doesn't know you, tell us a bit about yourself. Right, um, how how far do you want me to go back with this, just to help me do more? Let's, um, well, let's talk about how you get any fitness in your journey there, or, or even before that. <laughs> the one. <wound. laughs> uh, uh, no, so obviously I get into fitness just from feeling insecure when I was probably about 14 or 15, uh, and then for a while started boxing, took it to university level, um, then kind of found my love for it then. Graduated university, didn't know what I was going to do, signed up for a master's degree um, in product design, had no idea what I was going to do in my life, but I'd just done the master's degree to kind of keep going because I didn't have a job um, lined up or anything like that. And then midway through my master's degree, a unit became available for to open up a gym. Wasn't even a personal trainer. Um, obviously, I was very interested in fitness and it was my passion, but I wasn't even a qualified personal trainer. And you know yourself, that doesn't really mean much these days. But um, then I just kind of took the bull by the horns, ran with it, opened up the gym while I was doing the gym up, passed my PT certificate and just kind of ran with it. No real proper business plan and it's changed kind of loads since since then. So nearly four years down the line now. So. I mean, I mean, the thing is, do you feel that your your master degrees has now kind of helped you? Um, but we'll talk about it later anyway. But do you feel that it's helped you kind of push kind of marketing side of your fitness side? Yeah, because I think massively, even since I started, like I remember, so like basically for anyone that doesn't know, product design is something where you you'll take a brief, you'll create a product around it, you'll create branding around it you'll advertise that product through videos, through branding, and that's basically very much what you do as a personal trainer in these days, whereas before, you don't you do not do that, or you, you didn't in the past. People just done hour, hours and gave diet plans, and, and that was that, uh, whereas now you definitely have to have a lot, of, a lot of different skills or outsource those skills to be able to be a successful personal trainer. It's not just doing, it's not just counting reps anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um... So let's speak about obviously the current situation that we're in at the moment with the fitness side of things. Obviously, all the gyms being closed. Obviously, you've took the double hit here with being a, a trainer and being a gym owner. Can you speak as about what what the situation is with you at the moment and how you feel or how you'll cope with it? Um. Well, basically, I was I'm going through a kind of difficult situation because of the, the timing of it all. Because basically, where where I'm at is that the the members I I basically up until now have ran twelve week blocks, and people sign up for twelve weeks, so they'll pay for the twelve weeks. They'll do the twelve weeks. Most of the time, um, majority of them will re-sign up again. Um, but basically, every kind of twelve weeks, I'm looking at a kind of recurring selling to current members, and it was a kind of wee bit of a broken business model. Um, so I've changed it to a monthly, or was changing it to a monthly. But as of yet, I've not kind of signed anyone up to that because I was just transitioning into that. So I'm a wee bit of a, a difficult situation where. 
have got about 70 odd members kind of waiting for something um but kind of just taking it upon myself to really push the community aspect of it so i've got a had a class this morning i'm kind of keeping it as much as i can just going they came to the gym i gave them kettlebells i gave them bands i created a program around that just keeping them keeping keeping them motivated as much as possible to then um most of them are pretty loyal in terms of um wanting to keep kind of small gyms and gyms like this going because they know that if they don't sign up there might not be a titan to come back to um and there's a reason why they came to titan or an independent gym versus a, a normal gym um, and it wasn't due to price so um fingers crossed that they sign up for it but based on the fact that people are um so interactive on all the groups and they're, they're kind of buzzing right now um i've got no kind of I've got, I've got nothing that I, I think that they won't, if you know what I mean. But yeah. there's obviously that risk there. But you just have to adapt to these things. So you need to create a community. You need to try your best to adapt, do your Skype calls, your Zoom calls or whatever with your clients and keep them motivated. Because the main thing is they're not just looking at you for a workout. They're looking at you for a wee bit of leadership, a wee bit of accountability, um, as well as giving them a workout. There's so many other factors that come into it. They wanted the workout, just go on YouTube, type in home workout. But that's not what you're more than that, or you should think you're you're more than that. I mean, do you think you, you you're kind of a kind of like a lead there? Because obviously you've had that kind of group environment, so you've had that community feel already. Whereas quite yeah. a lot of quite a lot of these kind of personal trainers that might be out on their own, who have got like one to one clients, they're now trying to build a community between people that don't yeah. actually know each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that's where we kind of spoke off camera for a wee second uh, about how there's a wee bit of an overlap. So, like, the, the online community um, side of things, so it might be, like, a Facebook group or something where you host little challenges and stuff within your little community itself. You might do things like meetups on a Saturday every month with your one-to-one clients and do, like, a wee... Uh, mobility session with them or a wee talk with them or something like that or even you might adapt something like this and do a Skype call with them all and see if you can get them and then at least it gets them to know each other as well but the benefit that I had was in the classes there was around 12 people in each class um, and I had a bunch of different classes so at least 12 people knew 12 and sometimes there was an overlap so people knew and then obviously I had nights out so I've had three or four nights out over the last few years and people kind of get to know each other then so it's kind of more than just a a workout it's it becomes something that people are kind of looking as part of their life if you know what i mean yeah that's definitely a i'd say that's definitely a pro having the being the gym owner and having that community and, and then obviously having that to fall back on but let's talk about the the bad situation of it then so obviously it's a matter of are we going to are you going to be able to retain the kind of members that are sitting in lingo as you said at the moment? Yeah, well, I think I think I think the thing is um, I'm taking a positive away from it because basically I had I've got so much planned to transition from the twelve week program to this monthly model. Um, I've invested a lot of time, money, and effort into it. So over the last year, I've been planning it. Um, so there will be so so many systems put in place where the service is like head and heels above the last service, and even the last service was good. So um, it's it's basically just allowing customers to see that and know that there's a reason why they're still there. There's a reason why that 
when I filmed the promo video uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm glad I've done that now after this happening. Yeah. But when I filmed the promo video a couple of weeks ago, uh, one of the questions in the promo video for the, the clients is how long you've been coming. The minimum was six months. So I've been coming tight for six months, two years, three years, three and a half years. Like everyone comes for a prolonged period of time, and majority of the kind of resounding kind of theme there was that they enjoyed um, going to the gym, but they just didn't, didn't really have any idea what to do. They enjoy the community feel, mm-hmm. and there's a reason why people keep coming back. So I'm kind of um, more along the lines is I'm just kind of confident that if I just keep up the effort, keep up the community then they'll be more than willing, if not more willing, to come back because they'll have been off it for that long and they'll realise how much they miss it. Yeah, definitely. The community community feel is definitely the way to go about it because if you, if you get people in that environment and people push each other to do well, it kind of grows arms and legs, doesn't it? And people, people want... Uh, want to invite family and friends to come along to try out that community feel because it's got that kind of nice environment and everybody's pushing each other on. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. It's, uh, it's definitely something that you can't um, really, you can't, you, you can't go into, a, I don't want to name any gyms, but you can't go into a big commercial gym and try and take take that model and put it into that it just doesn't yeah, work yeah, I mean, two or three thousand members it's just not there i mean you'll see gyms and stuff trying to say that oh, we've got this community and stuff but when you've got like i've not even got 100 members because i know everyone by their first name their second name i know some some what their uh, family's called i know what they were doing at the weekend Um, i really make an effort to try and get to know everyone as much as a physically can Um, and it is difficult but through time you do learn systems and you start to put things in place where you have things like a traffic light system and things for people so that you can really check in people and it doesn't for me as a gym owner get overwhelming so let's Um, let's talk about these systems because obviously now people can go online and there's going to be overrun with like home workouts at the moment so what kind of systems do you think, as a trainer, we should be putting in place that we do keep people more uh, definitely engaged in this kind of time and um, not allowing them to get lost in that kind of big market that's going to be uh, home workouts at the moment? Yeah, well, I think I think that that I think that's the biggest the biggest issue is right right now. There's a million home workouts and people. Um, are freaking out because they're like, oh, everyone's giving their home workouts away for free. But then that defeats the purpose of what you are. You're not just there to give people a workout. You're there for accountability. You're there for community. And if you're giving that to someone, then it's it's more than a workout. So um, for that, you just need to realize, that, like, realize for one, your worth, and realize that by you doing, by you not doing a home workout and posting it, I've posted a couple out, but no, it's not I'm posting it more to my members, that's what I care about, and anyone that wants to be a member, everyone else in terms of likes and all that sort of stuff, uh, yeah, they're nice from time to time, but it's not. that's not what pays the bills, and right now, that's what your focus needs to be on, is yeah. actually getting by this time, and when you can get by this time, say it lasts two months, three months, four months, who knows, if it lasts, say, three months, if you can get by this time, make ends meet, you're going to get a surge. Um, if you've been really engaging with your community, they're going to be telling their friends, they're going to be really up for it. You're going to get a surge of people who are feeling like they've got cabin fever and you're going to get a surge at the end of this. So you need to try and just grin and bear it just now and try and put um, systems in place in order to 
for instance, like a, I've got a traffic light system. So if I don't hear from people, they go into like a amber. Um, and if, if people are, are not engaging in groups at all, they'll go into a red and I'll make sure they're a number one priority to get them re-engaged, right. whether that be a phone call, a voice message, a text, something like that, just to keep everyone at that sort of level um, to where they're all really engaging in it. And it might be something simple, like they've had a family member die and stuff like that. And just by reaching out to them, they really they get that value from, oh, God, they actually do care. But you need to have these things in place or else people can slip under the rug. And then, um, and, and I, admittedly, I've had it happen before, when before I had these systems in place, um, and you just you really just need to be on top of it as much as possible because then if you ride this storm, you'll come out the other side a lot, lot better. Yeah, just when you were saying about the, the free kind of home workouts and stuff, what I would advise if any trainers are out there that are thinking about maybe giving away free content is try and get something back from it. Even if you can get an email address, yeah. start I'll to build up yeah, start to build up a, a mailing list. Um or even if you have got them in like a community kind of free Facebook group, you've you've yeah. got to think about the turnover that you can get over uh, in the next few months when we go back to normality. Yeah, no, I definitely I, I agree with that. But don't don't give something shit away. I'm sorry, can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah, do what you want. Don't, don't, give, don't give something that's rubbish. Like, see if you're if you're a, a, a personal trainer and you've got like some programs and stuff that you would give to paying clients. Give one of them away. Give one of them away to where there's there are people who are going to want to have it. Don't just like give one recipe away. Like that's not going to do much. Um, because you want people to actually want to get the thing like you want them to get their email like straight away because they're keen to, to get that thing and then if you actually provide them value with that then they're more likely to invest whereas if it looks good from the outside but then they open it and it's two or three pages of garbage um you might have their email but they've just thought oh god this this just looks this looks better from the outside than it actually is yeah so so yeah um probably the best bet is as you said doing some sort of free community right now and then um, as that momentum starts to build and you start to build up that, then launch a programme or launch something that you can then monetise in that little community. Is there anything else you think that uh, personal training should be doing to kind of stand out for the crowd? Um, probably, mo- most, most likely try and do what everyone else isn't doing. Like, um, I'm not saying don't do Zoom calls and don't do all this sort of stuff, but... To stand out, you just basically need to do the opposite a lot of the time of what, what everyone else is doing. Um, so, for instance, I see everyone just posting posting these videos, like expecting all these likes and then all these all this influx of people. But instead, what you should really be doing is going on to your Instagram, for instance, putting a few polls out that um, touches a few nerves gets people to like maybe engage with that you can see who's interested in them send them a dm see if there's anything you can help them with then you've started a conversation start more conversations in your instagram and from that yes your likes might start to go up as well but the main thing is that you're running a business here so Mm -hmm. don't just focus too much on the likes and all the all the stuff you get in terms of engagement focus on actually creating conversations with real people um, and they'll they'll treat you a lot better, and probably they'll start liking your stuff as well. But the main thing is that you can get them because at the end of the day, you should be solving a problem. Mm-hmm. And if you can solve a problem, then you're going to be sought after. Yeah. So 
Um, that's that's really more what to think of. Believe in what, what your service is. And if you don't believe in what your service is right now, deep down, maybe it needs worked on. And this is the time to do it. Yeah, definitely. I was listening to a podcast today. They were saying it's a, it's a good time to start to look into your insights. So like, look at the content you're putting out and look at who who's getting the most engagement. Or yeah. kind of what age group and what kind of, is it male or female? And then start to then kind of push towards that kind of market and see if you can, even if you can design an ebook for that kind of age group yeah. and again, get more kind of engagement again. I know, I find that so funny though because like uh, 90% of that my market in the gym is all female, but probably 90% of the people in my insights that watch my videos are engaging my stuff is all male. So right. I, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit strange. Um, I don't understand why, but I, I don't know. But maybe I'll just change. I, I'll do two demographics. Who knows? I don't know. Never know. Uh, again, obviously, you've got to look at what kind of what media works best for you. Like, is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? Is it? Um, I know. Obviously, a lot of people are now trying on the TikTok as well because they're getting so much yeah. engagement from it. Yeah, yeah. I actually started on that ages and ages ago to make videos initially to put them on Instagram because you can hold the button in and then it just pieces it all together right um, and then I had like I think one or two videos that I done I made on it and didn't even mean to put them up like I didn't think anyone's on it other than 12 year olds and one of the videos went like I got like 800 followers or something from that one video I get like can't remember how many like I don't know like 200,000 views and stuff like so you'd never see that on Instagram um, so it's definitely a, a medium that you should focus on if you've got the time and um, even now try and consume some content on it for a few days and see what you can think about creating um, food stuff tend to work well for for when I was doing it well, let's let's, uh, con- let's co- talk about content creation then so what 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 works for you what what do you think do we look at making things funny do we look do we t- to put out knowledge or as you said food what kind of works best uh, I think probably a, a bit of, unless you really want to niche down and just be known for food, mm-hmm. um, then you'll end up just being known as a chef. Um, so then are people going to trust you to transform their bodies? Maybe not. Um, they'll transform you, get recipes off you. So it's really, you, you need to figure out, so there's so many areas to focus on. So maybe having like a, a rota um, or a semi kind of rota in place to where you're thinking more about Right, so on a Monday, I'll post something uh, that will get people motivated, something that's a wee bit lighthearted, it isn't sales or anything like that. Then on a Tuesday, I'll post something that's uh, like a like a transformation or a tutorial Tuesday, something that's given a bit of knowledge to show that you're that you're that you're knowledgeable around your subject. Um, Wednesday can be most of the time like open, just do something that's. Uh, this maybe a, it could be a vlog, a podcast, something. As yeah. you get midway through the week, you're starting to build up a bit of momentum. Uh, Thursday and Friday is maybe a good time to do like a fake-away recipe or something like that for the weekend, um, and then people will then save that, uh, look forward to that. If you, for instance, I don't even do this, right? I, like It's just what has worked for me in the past. Right now, I'm not mega-focused on building my Instagram. I'm just trying to build my business. They do go hand-in-hand, but you can get caught up in that, and I've done it in the past. Um, But I would say in terms of content creation, like, Matt, I've got, like, podcasts, YouTube channel, but they don't don't 
don't really, unless you are in it for the actual long game of years, they don't build, uh, they don't build your business. They'll build your brand a little bit and people will recognize you, but that's that's really it. So main thing is focus on what you can do to get to a level to where you're free up enough time to you don't feel stressed out. Because I remember I was trying to get YouTube videos out on a weekly basis and people would watch them, but like I was getting stressed out. We're not trying to trying to put these out on a weekly basis and it wasn't really getting any business or value or anything back to me. So you need to think about yourself as well. So give value to people, but then also kind of value yourself enough that you're not just running yourself into the ground just to make content. So have a little rota that you can kind of um, have it like non-negotiable, but have it a wee tiny bit flexible to where it's not completely consuming your life, I would say. Yeah. You're saying now that you're focusing more on business side of things. So obviously it'll be purely online, I'm guessing, obviously now. Or are you looking to plan ahead and see what's happening for the next few months? Uh, well, basically, I've, I've put stuff in place to uh, a monthly semi-private personal training model uh, where people can come in, and we I've got I've got so much stuff planned for in terms of like um, monthly seminars with the with the clients, um, and then I would record those seminars, put them onto the website which I've now created, um, and it will just encourage that community. Uh, aspect even more um, and it will also help me s- scale the business because my business model although busy was broken because as soon as I had 70 80 members I was I was a capacity and then and then 12 weeks later I had to resell to those current members to hit 70 80 members again capacity yeah. dip, dip up dip. Uh, it was just it was just so up and down up and down up and down whereas right now it means that say for instance I loo- one member moves away I lose them, but again too, I'm I'm still winning, and just through month through month, then that's why the month to month uh, is going to be a lot more um, beneficial. Yeah, I st- another thing as well, I seen um, obviously when everybody's doing these kind of Zoom kind of live workouts, I noticed that you've you've already had kind of workouts in place. You were just you were just kind of. Well, you were just kind of watching. Everybody else was doing the workout, but rather than mm. you needing to do it live, you you, heard, you already had these workouts in place. So that was obviously yeah. part of your. Is that part of your online kind of? Yeah. So well, I, I kind of anticipated as well. So that that one that you might have seen was quite recent. I done that uh, the other day. I went oh, and filmed right. a, a few yeah. workouts and filmed them live. So even the breaks were. Um, the breaks were timed as in I didn't edit them so people whenever I was resting they were resting and so on mm-hmm. um, and they would just basically follow me I could give coaching cues during that see rather than work out with them and you're just jumping around the room and they can barely hear you and you're just doing jumping jacks and burpees yep. Yep. there's a time and a place for them like five or ten minutes of your workout but they shouldn't make up the full hour um, because in the grand scheme of things you still want to be a coach you still want to get people being stronger and all that sort of stuff where, as much as you possibly can and not have not just completely throw everything out the window because you now can't work out in a gym don't do any weights and just jump about no that's not really what your clients came to you for in the first place so don't throw that out the window so I'd basically created something, created a program now, um, still to release it right enough, but a home workout program to where it's got video tutorials and stuff in it. So I spent all last week um, editing them all. Um, so it'll be like a PDF and then they'll get 
video links to it and it'll also be on embedded in the website. So just trying to put all these things in place. It takes a long, long time um, to to do it all, but once it's in place, it's it's definitely worth it. If do you feel that a lot of people keep this online kind of stuff going, especially with the classes? I've seen obviously a lot of people doing the the Les Mills. So Les Mills have already they've obviously must have had that plan in place for a while where you you go on, you've got a subscription and you do it straight for your bedroom or your living room. Because it obviously yeah. it comes in handy for a lot of mothers and stuff that maybe can't get childcare and struggle to make it along a kind of class environment and then they've always got that to kind of fall back on as well. Do, mm-hmm. you, do you feel that a lot of trainers will kind of keep that aspect going even when we go back to normality? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think they should. Um but to an extent, there's still nothing better than seeing someone in person and speaking to them and stuff. But if you can't, it's definitely the next kind of best thing. I definitely with my online training, it's something that I don't do. Is like online home workouts. I will, I'll Zoom or I'll FaceTime or I'll Skype my online clients, whether they're in another country or not. I'll Skype them and see how they're getting on and I'll do the check-ins or do the voice notes. But maybe you do make it once a month thing where you, you do take them through a workout, you take them through the movement patterns and treat it like you're assessing them via Zoom. Um, it's definitely something that you can do now with the technology that we've got. Um, so it's something that I'll probably adopt. But um, I feel as if just in terms of the Les Mills thing, a lot of that is just, as I said, just jumping about a room. Yeah. In it. So you, and I don't know, like, do they have a, like a community that's, people know each other and stuff probably no, not I mean that's the thing it's probably it's not it's, it's different for that it's just a rather than being like an online you wouldn't want to call it online training it's more like an online membership where you can kind of yeah. jump in and do a virtual I mean, class it's definitely, it's definitely worth it and cool isn't it an extra thing but you just you need to go back to the actual reason why um, you're maybe you're maybe not feeling it or you're maybe feeling you're, you're out of shape it's not because you've not went to these classes it's usually down to your diet it's usually down to all these things that a trainer can then coax out of you yeah. whereas a class can't do that um, online regardless of how, how good the video camera is and how um, how great the system is it doesn't matter um, you need to have a human on the other end to kind of relate back to everyone's different so you need, to, you need that human element yeah definitely so what do you what's your plans for the next few months obviously we know that we're on lockdown for the next three weeks so what kind of mm-hmm. plans have you got in place to kind of keep grinding away? Uh, well, basically, my the the website. I'm hoping to have it finished by Saturday or Sunday. Um, all going well. Um, it's just getting all the payments in place and stuff where people can sign up via that. Basically, that will be included in the the monthly membership for like my my current clients. Um, so I'm just hoping to sign them up and um. Hopefully they'll see the value in it, but I'll just hopefully sign them up for a month and just say just whenever it starts, you'll start sort of thing. Um, and just hopefully the loyalty um, goes through because obviously I've had to apply for these grants and things as well because there's still bills to pay regardless. Um, and you've not got the, you've not got money coming in other than my one to ones. You've not that's not enough to pay the bills. So there is a, there is an element of kind of that you can't control but then you just need to really focus on the stuff that you can control put all the the things in place that you can so when you when you do go back you are a lot stronger and then the 
things you didn't have time to do, like set up your, your systems, whether it be your MailChimp, your lead magnet, to where your Facebook ads, your Instagram ads, all this stuff that you maybe didn't have time to do, set up a YouTube channel, do something like yeah. that, then you can you can do that now over the next three weeks and then that builds up a bit of uh, momentum going forward. But it's all about survival. Don't, no one's making money right now in terms of uh, no one's really growing their business. Well, maybe a few people, but not not really. Like no, I, I've, I've heard of a few people kind of saying, oh, personal trainers trying to profit off of this and stuff like that. It's not really the case. These guys have got bills to pay and the, the government haven't really made it clear how they're going to uh, reimburse you. And a lot of uh, personal trainers, let's be honest, um, have very deflated bank accounts for what's actually in their pocket. So let's, I wonder if uh, they're maybe going to be claiming what they've what they've been declaring and it's not it's not what they've actually been making. Yeah. Uh, so they might regret that um, down the line. So... But that's the thing, is being a personal trainer, you need to know all these things and passing your PT certificate, as I said earlier on, doesn't prepare you for branding, doesn't prepare you for accounts, doesn't prepare you for anything like this. So um, I can see why, but you just need you need to deal with it. So right now it's all about survival. So where do you think you've kind of expanded on that knowledge? Obviously a, a lot of marketing kind of side of things that um, you've done a lot of kind of seminars and one-to-one and, and -one kind of talks about kind of these big mar the marketing guys that can kind of help you point you in yeah. the right direction on how to kind of push your kind of marketing kind of stuff. So yeah. any any suggestions for anybody that's maybe what to kind of push on and, and, and get that bit yeah. of help? So if you've got, if you've got any like savings or anything like that, like these things aren't cheap. And if you're going to be in this for a career, you're going to need to invest. So over the last six months um, to a year, I've invested thousands. Um, that I was like, if you told me that to do that a year ago, I'd be like, no way, I, I don't have that. Um, but I'm completely um, stand by it now as an investment because long term, it's going to make you stand out. It's going to make your service a lot better. And if you're going to be in it as a serious career, not just their account reps, then it's definitely something that I would advise doing invest in some form of marketing course. Um, make sure you do your homework on the person, or don't just invest in anything. There's a load of shit out there as well. Um, and also um, some form of community. Like, so where, as a personal trainer, it is quite lo a lonely thing. So uh, you can get into your own head the same as your clients can. So me being part of the community, I'm in a, the Authority Network, which is Phil Graham's community. Um, and I've, I've gained a few, you know, uh, decent connections and stuff from that, as well as um, employing a lot of systems and stuff in place. Right. Wasn't leaving you there, the laptop charger. Alright, okay. Just came up saying low battery there, I thought I had it plugged in, panicked. <laughs> Joy's there. Um, but yeah. I'd say the main thing is invest. Invest in someone that you that you trust in you um, that has a, a system that they've got loads of they've got proven track record of helping people that are in a similar position to you. Because if they've walked the walk, it's the same as you know that you're valuable to people, not because you're any better than them, but they would have to go through years of trial and error in order to get there. So it's like a fast track, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely with your experience. They'll put a bit of trust in you if you've got the results and. 
you can prove to these people that you've basically you've been there and you've tried and tested it and you've got the results then people should invest in you it's the thing is now as well as like PTs that are uh, maybe not doing the online stuff you maybe don't have the work there now because the gyms are closed but you should be working in the house this is your time to get your nutrition templates up to scratch your program cards up to scratch yeah everything that you've basically probably not had the time to do this is the time yeah. to kind of get on top of it and, and get it presented and make it look professional um your welcome pack your terms and conditions look into that again and, and get that sent out to people as well so yeah, no yeah definitely i agree agree with that and you we were talking about going on to fiverr even just something simple like that if you're rubbish at any graphics and stuff go on to fiverr find a person that does it type in um type in logo design if your logo's crap and then um basically someone will create it for as it won't be it might not be a five or maybe eight quid or something but it'll be worth it because worth it. Yours, yours will look like a dog's dinner and if you're not good at it and it'll take you years to try and kind of learn it properly well that's how i've always noticed your stuff is because it just always stood out obviously with the, the kind of the master's degree that you've done um mm-hmm. and, and getting a good education on how to work photoshop and stuff it just makes your content that that bit it stands out and people it catches their eye gets yeah. that attention whereas if you're just posting up anything you've maybe went on a, a some cheap kind of app that you've bought on the iphone and, and try to put content out people won't show attention to it you need to make yeah. it look make it look good yeah, and, and then that, that is the thing, like, I obviously had the benefit of the fact that I, I did do, like, a, a design degree for years, um, but there's no point in me saying to people, go do a design degree and come back and then do a PT. Go fast track it, go to Fiverr, find someone who is good at design and pay them to, to do your stuff. So you don't have to have that. You can just pay someone else to do it, but you're going to need to invest in it, and it all comes back to that. You need to invest in your business if you want it to grow. Yep, definitely investment. Right, I think we'll dive off of there. I've obviously that's been a lengthy talk, a lot of information there to take away, especially for people that are uh, personal trainers that want to kind of up level um, and definitely make make your your content look more presentable and, and get the, the people's attention. Um, obviously, we hopefully this this carry on doesn't last for much longer, and we can all get back to normality. Um, it was good having you on the show and I look forward to seeing what happens over the next few months and, and hope um hope nothing affects you too much. I know you too, man. I'm sure I'm sure uh putting in the effort now it'll pay off and uh, if you sit back and let bury your head in the sand you'll probably not do too well. So just make sure that you're you're proactive with this thing um, and don't feel sorry for yourself and uh, be confident you come out the other side. That's the thing. It's try to be proactive instead of being reactive. Don't yeah. wait. Don't wait until the gyms open back up before doing it and getting getting top of everything and get on the ball. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Right. It was great for having you on the show, mate. Thanks very much. No worries. Thanks Appreciate it. Me. Time. Right. Right. Fatality Fitness Podcast, covering everything from fitness, health and nutrition with your host, Matthew Smiley, covering top topics and answering all your fitness Q&As with featured guests.